Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals, let me tell you, they're a game changer for all-day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long, so I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. It's Monday, fun day. The Team's all here. It's dancing. Monday, fun day, and I am in my follicular phase, which means I am on <laughs> fuego today. Follicular Tanya. That's right. Hang loose, baby. So what, does that mean you're off your period? Where, is, where is that? Yeah, it means I just finished my period. So I am just like thriving and all like I'm just like firing off on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Why is it called that? Is it is it hair related? 
Oh, like no, like follicles? I you know I I haven't done much uh, research into the naming of each phase and why it is named each thing. I just that's the next phase of her journey. Yeah, I see. Is yeah. going into the whys of the names. Yeah, but I really do feel like just kind of reinvigorated in a, in a way because I just finished. Rachel Rogers, who we had on the podcast a oh, while yeah. ago. I just finished the book. <gasps> do I need to read? I'm, okay, so I want to do this new thing where I read for like a specific amount of time a day. And I do that the first, like I wake up, don't look at my phone. And just read? read something that is not like, you know, I love to read fiction books, but something that there is we like go. a, fiction. you know. Yes, good. No, but, this book is so good. I find myself, I find it hard for me to just like sit down. I had a little bit of time last week. And mm -hmm. so I was like, you know what? I really want to just kind of invigorate myself and dive into this book. And like, honestly, she gives such tangible tips in there. And like, it's really good. Yeah, I love when when there are books, especially in that kind of talking about, because her book is kind of about financial freedom and being a like millionaire woman as a woman. Yeah. And I like when authors and writers give tips that are actually like doable as opposed to being like, just set up your 401k. And, you know, it's like sometimes it's so over the head of someone like, I guess, me, who's a little doesn't know that much. But I think when people give everyday tips that can lead to big success, it's it's nice. Yeah. And she like really talks about kind of like the stig like this like stigma about women and money and like. Because I think for me, I always feel like sometimes I like to like give, I like to give gifts and I like to, you know, give to different charities and do things with, with my money. And she was like, the more money you make, the more you can give. And I was like, yeah, it's a good way of thinking about it, you know, because I'm always just like, I'm, you know, I, I don't know. There is this like weird thing about it with me. What do you mean? I don't know. I just feel like I feel grateful to do what I do and like. She's like, there's this hard thing with women. They don't, they don't feel like they deserve to earn as much as they do. So you price yourself lower or you do things for free or you, you know what I mean? Like all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, the more you earn, the more you can give back mm -hmm. and like give to other people. You know, like I try, I think I try to, you know, people, there's this like women in my life that are starting businesses and mm -hmm. I try to like, I want to hire them to do things mm -hmm. and like help them grow. And so it's like, you can kind of keep doing that on a larger scale. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you do a really good job of even just talking about it on your Instagram and promoting people and like showing people so that then they can get more business from your followers. I feel like you do a really good job about that. Thank you. So even if you're not like giving money specifically, which I feel like you do that too, you're at least like promoting people. Thank I want to be better about that too. Um, what what have you been doing? I feel like I haven't seen you because we recorded the podcast on a Wednesday or Thursday and then... Well, no, but didn't we go to dinner after that? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh so my gosh, I've seen you, yeah, but we haven't been on the, the podcast. podcast. Okay. Actually, so this is actually very funny. So we went out to dinner. It was um, Becca, myself and Red Star. And can you imagine like how much of heaven I was in? Uh, that's a great dinner party right there. With, you're with yeah. your best friend and your boyfriend. That's the dream. Oh, I was just like exploding the entire time, mm -hmm. right? And it's so funny. I posted a picture of you and Red Star on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And like this one girl messaged me and was and said like, make sure that, you know, Becca and him don't get too close. You never know. Oh. Da, da, da. And I was like, I don't know whose friends you, what friends you have, but I, I feel good about them being close. Well, I remember when you, you post like a video or something, his arm was on my chair and someone yeah. made a comment and I'm like, 
I guess that might be a thing for people where like, right. they're, like they're, if they're best friends they don't trust. I'm like, we that's so foreign to me to even think that like, way. Like there's no one I trust more than you and there's no one I trust more than him. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I don't know. I was like, I'm going to post even more pictures of the two of them together. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but we had so much fun. So we had dinner and then we went back to Red Star's house and we played this game where we all wrote down questions and we put them in this like bowl right and you pick out the what's so funny mark why are you shaking your head I, I, why can't you just play like monopoly or something why i don't remember whose idea like, this was i actually think it was oh it was yeah oh because you wanted to make a tiktok yeah i did Tanya. i did so want to make a tiktok and we all got our way which we'll get to in a little bit yeah. play taboo becca just wanted to, becca wanted to make a tiktok red star wanted to just like chill and drink and i wanted to play this game so we played the game <laughs> and one of the questions in the fishbowl was if you were offered a billion dollars to break up with your significant other and never get to be with them again, would you take the billion dollars? That was my question. So Red Star answered it and he said, no. Mm-hmm. Like he would not, he would stay, he would stay. He would with keep Tanya. me because he's like, I want to, he said something about like, I, I don't remember what he said, but he's like, I'll make a billion dollars and keep her or something like that. Yeah, so it was very, uh, yeah, I good enjoyed a, it. A good answer. It was a good answer. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I answered it and I said, no, because obviously. I, uh, yeah, obviously <laughs> I'd rather be the, how we are now and have him than a billion dollars without him. Like no chance. Guess what Becca answered? You know I, what I'm, though? I've <laughs> actually very, thought, very practical. I've also thought about that. this a lot. I am very practical and logical. And my thought process was like, I'm not talking like I don't even think people can really cons- like understand how much money that is and what you can yes, do with that agreed. money. Like I, I really don't think like you hear. Mil- I would never get rid of. I would never break up. And said get rid of. Yeah, I get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would never um, sacrifice my relationship for a million dollars. It would have to be a billion, no less. But like I don't even think people can grasp how much money that is. And in my mind, you know, I believe that. There is happy, like there's so many people in this world. I personally logically think it's going dark. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, I think there's so many people in the world. I think there can be happiness with other people. I don't think you're limited to happiness with one person because in that case, these people who have lost their partners or when something doesn't work out that they think is going to be for forever, it kind of is a sad reality of like, well, that was my only one. I don't think there's anything wrong with that answer. I think that's a very fine answer. It's a thousand million dollars. You can do a lot of good with that. And yeah, there's seven and a half billion people in the world. I think that's a fine answer. So we thought of a twist to the question because Becca was so blanketed. It was Becca was like, yeah, I take the billion. So then 95P came over later in the night and we presented (laughs) the question. And the answer was at the, at first it was no. I would not be given up for a billion dollars. But then when we it were slowly alone, started shifting, I presented the facts of like, think <laughs> of what you could do with that. I would be mad at you if you didn't take it. And the answer switched. Okay. What's the twist? So now we, this, this is actually like so sad because over the weekend we were like thinking about it and Red Star, Red Star goes, I have a twist that we need to ask <laughs> Becca to see if it changes her answer. And I was like, what is it? And he said, if you were given a billion dollars and you had to give Phoebe away forever, would you take the billion dollars and give Phoebe away forever? Never get to see her again. This is longer than it took her. 
Okay, I'm just thinking because Come on. wow. No, because like <laughs> there's a lot of dogs in the world. Yeah, there's a lot. lot. Of dogs. Yeah. Here's the thing. I I also it's the same concept of like there are so many dogs. But here's the thing right. with both 95P and Phoebe. I it's not like it would be an easy decision. Like I wouldn't do it and just be like bye. It would be like heartbreak. Like I'm aware that I would feel heartbreak for an inevitable amount of time and probably some guilt more so with Phoebe because I couldn't explain to her. Like I couldn't get her to understand, like, listen, I'm getting a billion dollars. Think of how many doggies I can save with that money. But with 95 P I could be like, listen, I, this, I can help. I can help your family. I can help my family. I can help so many people with this. Mm -hmm. And I hope that as a human being, there's an, you know, understanding, but, um, 95p the other day i so after our initial conversation about it i woke up the next morning and i still couldn't believe that both tanya and red star were just like no i wouldn't i would rather be happy with you i was just like y'all didn't even think about how his answer wasn't quite that mine was that his was like oh, yeah, i'm mean, gonna I'm make a billion and i was I'm more have i was her. not surprised by you i was more shocked by red star that is surprising at this stage of a relationship i think okay so so yeah. then I presented the question on Instagram. And of course I get, I, I don't know if they were like the Tanya's that follow me, but they were so disappointed in me. And they were like, you know, <laughs> money can't buy happiness. And I'm like, I, of course I know money can't buy happiness, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to help happiness. It can get you pretty damn close. I went to a very nice place this past weekend that cost a lot of money. And I felt very happy and content. So it can help with that. But my whole pro. thought process is like just what i said like there's so many people i i don't think we're lying on very roundabout way of answering the phoebe so anyways no no i already said i said it would be the same answer with phoebe but it would be very heartbreaking and hard for me to explain that to my innocent precious perfect dog here's the thing though the answers a lot of people that were married and had kids were like i could never do that to my kids or to my family which that I'm like, that makes sense. But a lot of people who weren't married were like, I'm fighting with my boyfriend right now for right, this question. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, Mark Easton. Yeah, care to yeah. care to weigh in? Or we're think? crickets over there. Well, it's not it's not tomorrow is the twenty-fourth anniversary of my first date with my wife. It's a very different situation. So there's no amount of money that would be worth throwing away the family that we've created over the past two and a half decades. Okay, Mark. So what you're telling me. 24 years of since your first date, two kids. Yes, yes. One billion dollars. You could you could give them some of the money. I but what but what are the <laughs> parameters here? I can't ever see yeah. my wife again. Yeah, you can't yeah, romantically no, be with your wife again. No, you can't see the wife again. You can't see her again, but you could see your kids. No, I would never do that to the family because then the family is destroyed. There's no amount of money, it's very not selfless. even a consideration. Very selfless. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not, but it's, it's, it's we're, you know, if, if we'd have been six months in or something or a year in, that might be a different conversation. Easton. So uh, Allison and I talked about this a little <laughs> bit. I, I can't, if I cannot see, like, if I can't be romantically involved with her, then like, then, you know, there's a lot of maybes there, but if I can't see her again, my mind also goes to like this sudden billion dollars. I mean, that's going to be a tax nightmare. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> true she's she's the one who always deals with that stuff anyway <laughs> so like i'm gonna be totally lost i'm probably gonna end up in uh, in jail you for some kind of tax evasion thing 
a finance manager. We could buy. Know, you can't buy an accountant. You can you, hire. An you can hire you buy one. one like, with no, a million dollars. You can't buy a human. <laughs> like Sorry. I would hire some some nitwit off Instagram, and he'd screw everything up. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Like without Allison, my life is going to complete shambles. So like. I uh I think I'd have to say no I to the money. It. I respect I respect everybody's answer. I think that you know, we all have different views on different <laughs> things and and well so then the funny part is that uh 95p I brought it up again and and the answer was I go you take the billion dollars, right? And the answer was in heartbeat and I go wait 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 not in a heartbeat. <laughs> this isn't like yeah, in a heartbeat type yeah, of answer. Yeah, it was like a- so we had to set some things straight there as well. But <laughs> I said, the good thing is this is never going to happen. So right, it's a yeah, no yeah. one yeah. needs to get. That would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be weird. Oh, by the way, uh, Red Star is like also really sad about the making fun of my breath thing. <laughs> like he actually genuinely feels bad because he hold on he did not make he fun, of, make your fun breath. of your breath he, an- he honestly answered the question about your hideous breath i know but stale. he was like it's not yeah he was like it's not hideous stale. it's just normal like normal people have stale you don't have minty fresh breath all the time right. so he's like not backtracking but he feels like really bad because he made a joke at my expense like i can't it was right before we were going to dinner because um you know how you're supposed to change out your brush heads every three months Okay. Yeah. So I ordered us new brush heads for our, and he was like, how do you like, how do you know? And I was like, you've never changed yours. I was like, ew. And he goes, well, I'm not the one with that. Yeah. Nice. Good <laughs> one. Red star. I know. And I was like, Oh, touche. And he goes, you know what? That's the last joke I'm ever going to make about it. I, I don't, I don't think you have bad breath. Da, da, da. So the best part is that you started that whole thing. I know because, but you know, towards an innocent person who still can't taste or smell. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. It's pretty, it's, it feels like it's in here for the long haul. Oh, damn. It's nice though. I get to try so many foods that I would probably never try and be like, <laughs> the waiter and, comes and not by know what and you I'm think like, of them? delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars all around for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That's where we're at. Well, so speaking of that night, we filmed a dance that I really wanted to do. And we all had had a few drinks at dinner. So we were all feeling pretty good by the time we did this dance. And it's very simple movements. Like it's maybe a little long for a beginner, but it's like the long. moves were it's like, like, how long is that TikTok in the minute? 20 seconds. No. Oh, really? Yeah, like 30 seconds probably. Oh. <laughs> Tanya... Well, Red Star was like more into learning it. Tanya kind of like drunkenly like came over and was like gonna step into it. So I tried. We filmed like several of them, and I go back and I'm watching them the next day, and I am like dying watching Tanya because the face of the the look of focus on her face, like trying to do these very simple basic movements. And still just like not. <laughs> not but, but everybody was like, you do these dances with Brad all the time. This should be easy for you. And I'm like, first of all, those dances that I did with Brad would take us all day, mind you. Like it took me all day to learn that. And B, TikTok videos are reversed. So you're having to do all the motions reverse from what you're seeing. And when you're like five drinks, I was gone. Like you see in my eyes, I'm like in neptune like oh, yeah. i'm not with it like i'm just not there 
I had no idea. Like until I went back and watched the videos the next day and I was only focusing on you. Cause like, you know, when you film a video of you dancing, you're doing anything, you're looking at yourself the whole time, making sure like what you're doing. But when I went back and watched Tanya, I was like, she a gold mine. She is gone. <laughs> yeah. and we <laughs> slept in the next day till 10 a.m., which I don't think I've slept until 10 a.m. since uh, high school or college, maybe. Wow. Yeah. How went up, that? got a Courage Bagel in Silver Lake. Shout out. <laughs> so, and then everyone was saying that Red Star looks like Luke Bryan, which I've never seen. But in those videos, I was like, I get it. Everybody says either uh, Daniel Ricciardo. He's like a race car or like <gasps> Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. Formula One. A, dra- a race car driver or Luke yeah. Bryant. And I'm like, I kind of see the combo, actually. Yeah, actually, actually, a combo of them is very accurate. Yeah. Somebody sent me this message. Oh, they, yeah. Oh, Daniel Ricciardo, for sure. Yeah. Somebody yeah. sent me this DM and they go, why is this your boyfriend? And I looked at it and I was like, wow, I actually thought that was him. Yeah, I actually think the merge of Danny Ricardo and, and Luke, Luke Bryan, Bryan is very accurate, which is never two people I'd put together. Right. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. I had a really fun night that night. I'm so glad that was my mission because this was back when Becca was feeling a little sonsy. And so I'm I wanted still, August was the most sonsy. I'm August 2021. I'm ready to wait for the bye-bye. birds for the birds. Yeah. That was my mission, though, was to like get you like drunk and happy and have a good time i I did i was drunk happy and i had a great time great so mission completed love to hear it um today we're talking to Derek huff which i'm i'm excited because speaking of tiktok he like crushes it on tiktok with his girlfriend and um we're gonna talk to him about what he's been up to because he hasn't been on the podcast in forever a minute since we were back in the studio, back in the oh, studio wow. days. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to catch up with him. And right now we will take a break and we'll be back with Derek Huff. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, the frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like 
playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Okay, we're back and we have Derek Huff scrubbing in today. We were saying it's been, we haven't seen you since we were like in studio times. I know, <laughs> 25 years ago. No, uh, <laughs> and that was been a minute, ladies. It's nice to see you. Nice to see you. Nice to hear you. All the things. I know. Nice to, to see, see you see too. You. You're actually like truly one of my favorite people. You better, you better stop that with that flattery. Because <laughs> my cheeks are going to get all red and I'm all, I'm all, I'm going to be all embarrassed. No, it's no, true. Cause kinda, I, I think that sweet. you, I mean, obviously we, we're going to get into all the things that you have going on. So I like, you're just such a hard worker, but you're also just like such a great human. You're just like a good human. Oh. You're humble. You're appreciative of everything that you have. And I just, I, I love to see it. That's really nice. I'll Thank watch. you. That's really kind of you. Thanks. I, I watch really you on sweet. TikTok, so I feel like I'm part of your life every day and get to see you <laughs> dancing. And that's that's I'll follow up Tanya's sentiments with that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, I will say that the TikTok world has also introduced a lot of people to my absolute dorkiness, which <laughs> is I feel like is my true self. <laughs> I'm an absolute nerd. I'm a dork. And I yeah, that's is TikTok that's easy I'm, for you because you're a dancer? gotta be 
You know, it's funny actually. I think because there's so much dancing on TikTok, and that's kind of how it became big. Was there'd be like these dance crazes. If you actually go through my TikTok, I dance very little on the TikTok. I, there's very little dancing happening. It's very much like me doing all like silly things and dorky things because I feel like it's like the place where I can like release those that that stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the dancing and to be honest with you, a lot of the dances, like the really trendy ones, I you know i i don't really do like a lot of them because they're kind of hard they're kind of no that's not what he was gonna say (laughs) no no it's not because they're hard because i i'm gonna be honest with you it's they're not hard it's 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 because they're they're for a different how do i say this yeah no no we know i i know exactly what you're saying it's a level way below what you do if i'm doing like if i'm doing all this stuff whatever (laughs) you know i'm i look like the creepy uncle in a nightclub (laughs) that shouldn't be there it's like hey don't do that you know cringe bro okay but here's the thing i I do the dorky stuff and so it's like okay he's like a dorky uncle a dorky or like a dad joke you know right right right. anyways i love watching (laughs) because you dance with Haley, your girlfriend and y'all are like it you make if y'all do tiktok dances you elevate them to a level where i'm like oh is that what it's supposed to look like when a professional does it like well she she she's just getting into it now and she like one day she just blasted out a few of them and was doing them and i was like babe these are unbelievable (laughs) i was like you're making me look bad i mean i've been doing this for over a year now and you do it in five minutes and you're crushing it uh i love it she, uh, it's funny because I feel like when there's couples on TikTok, there's always one who's like super into it. And then there's one who's like, I'm just doing this because my significant other wants me to. And I feel like you're the one who's super into it. And she's like, I'm just doing yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, no, it's like pulling teeth. I'm like, hey, babe, <laughs> will you do this TikTok with me? <laughs> and she's like, okay. Okay. Do you? I have to like, be- I have to beg her sometimes. Are you doing, Um, are you recording like, zooming with us on your phone or computer my phone oh i wanted i wanted you to look at something because tanya me tanya and her boyfriend did a tiktok dance so i'm not (laughs) i'm not becca's very into tiktok and i'm more of a watcher like i have an account and i like to watch things i'm just not a i I, i'm not a participant in it you know i feel you i feel you thank you and so uh becca has been just kind of in a little bit of a just I want to say funk, funk. Yeah, been been funk. funk. And all she wanted to do this one night, we went, all went out to dinner. She's like, I really just want to make this TikTok dance. And so I was like, fine. But I was just like, also like way drunk. I was <laughs> five drinks in. It was, I don't even know what 11 PM or like way past my bedtime. And she's like, I just want to make this TikTok. So I said, okay. And my boyfriend is not a dancer or on TikTok either. And so it's <laughs> just a total disaster train wreck i wanted to see what you as a dancer thought would think of our movements but well, here's the if- deal here's here's what's great about tiktok honestly is that it's it's all fun man it's all good we're not there to like judge right. or be like that's not very good or you're just like oh this is a place to have fun and enjoy yourself and and honestly not take yourself too seriously which certainly i don't on that app um yeah it's a place for me just to have fun but i'm sure it was wonderful ladies sure it was wonderful. yeah i mean yeah just a few people said it was like <laughs> we were all doing different dances but it's fine yeah <laughs> you know when, like you can see it in someone's eyes that they're just not there <laughs> that's that's what yeah. i look like i'm yeah. just in yeah. another on another planet for sure 
I love it. Um, I love so it. outside of TikTok, which I feel like what you've described is almost like your outlet to just have fun. You don't even like take it seriously. It's just a creative yeah. outlet. What I mean, I feel like you are working nonstop. I don't know how you have the time to do that stuff for fun because it takes me forever. <laughs> what what is going on in your life? What are you working on right now? Well, so many things. Um, actually, the main thing I'm focusing on right now is my Vegas residency that's coming up, uh, which starts in September. September 22nd is my first show at the Venetian Hotel, and uh, I'm excited. And Haley and I, we've been. She's doing the show with. She's doing the show. And we're rehearsing every day. We're practicing. Um, we're stretching. Like, like we're doing the whole routines, getting our bodies into like this, like into show shape. Because mm-hmm. you could work out, you could do yoga, you could do all these things, but nothing will prepare you for dance like da- actually dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, like as far as your fitness, your cardio, your flexibility, your mobility, all the things. You know. Um, so we're we're in there. We're dancing and. Uh, I get work on the lighting, the LED screen content. I got my dancers coming together. Um, the band working on. I just recorded a new song, which is a, a cover, but I had like an orchestra play the strings and oh, like wow. big drums, and it's just it's beautiful. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to share that, share that with everybody. And I was actually just in Vegas at the Venetian, going around the hotel, just scoping it out, seeing where my new home's gonna be, and. And uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And then I'll be judging Dancing the Stars at the same time. I was gonna say. So, so do you do like your is your residency Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or what days of the week? And then Dancing the Stars is Monday, Tuesday, right? Yeah. So no, just just Monday. So my my show will be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then Dancing the Stars will be on Monday, and then Tuesday I have a. And so I'm, I'm like, yeah, I got, I got a day off. Yeah. So Tuesday is my day off and then back into it. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to be full out, but honestly, it's going to be a breeze compared to what I've already done in the past. I mean, I, I did radio city music hall. I did 13 shows a week, one, three, which means that I did three shows a day sometimes. And I was also dancing with Nastia Lucan. So I was teaching her and coaching her in between shows catch the red eye from New York to LA and dance with Nastia that day. And then red eye Monday night back to New York and then do 13 shows a week, as well as training her, teaching her. Um, so this is going to be a breeze five shows a week, you know, judging where you show up and go, Hey, what you got? <laughs> you <know? laughs> no, but that's not easy. Cause you have to be on, you know what I mean? Like you're on camera. You can't just like yeah. sit back and like pop open a brewski. <laughs> No, no, no. You're, you're definitely on. And like, but it, it's, 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 uh, I'll be fine. I got it. I got Do you it. sleep a lot? I'm assuming no. I sleep. Oh. Yeah. I sleep pretty good. Yeah. I sleep. I sleep good. You know, I, I've honestly like, uh, yeah, I sleep great. <laughs> I, I just don't even think, I mean, cause I've traveling i've had times where i was traveling like back and forth to different places or like i would land and then pack my bag and go somewhere new yeah but i wasn't doing you know i was just going to that place and then most of the time i was just relaxing it wasn't like i was doing physical work or performing for three times and i was exhausted so i don't even think people can comprehend like what that's like just getting on a plane back and forth and then being like so physical with your body and doing what you're doing and your, your mind. Like that was tough. Yeah. That one, that one was tough. This one would be fine. Cause it's like a 45 minute flight. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty easy. However, 
with the sleeping, what you were talking about before, I actually found it really hard to sleep, if I'm honest, like for years and years and years. Um, but then I, I found some different apps and different things and meditations and breathing exercises that help that really put me to sleep. Um, and so I really just, yeah, just those are, those are game changers because I really did find it hard to sleep before. Um, but also when you know that you need sleep in order to have the energy, mm-hmm. you know, like I, it's like, I, I'm like, I have to go to sleep because I, I need this energy. I need to heal my body, mm-hmm. everything else. And, um, but yeah, if there's one thing I could ever suggest to anybody out there besides drinking copious amounts of water is figure out your sleep, find different modalities, find ways to get you to sleep. Cause it's, it would change my life yeah. to actually get to sleep. Do you do those things like, like, do you do them consistently every night to where your body's trained to do them like those exercises? Or do you find that you only utilize them when you're struggling? No, every night, every single night. Um, and especially when I'm doing shows Mm -hmm. because it's, it's all about routine. It's all about rituals Mm -hmm. and, um, going to bed at the same time, uh, when we're going to be doing my shows for sure, we'll have that ritual, my breath exercise, and then boom out, you know, yeah. go to sleep. Um, gotta have to do it. have to do it. I'm looking to doing some of that stuff. Are, do you, it's pretty great. Yeah. So you, how long have you and Haley been together? Hey babe, speaking oh, of Haley. Yeah. Hey babe, pop, pop in and say hi. Hi. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How um, long have we been together? Yeah. How long have we been Six been years. Six years. So I, I saw, I feel like I keep referencing TikTok because that's where I know all everything about you right now um but there is this this girl that writes songs and plays the piano jacks writes song is that her name jacks Writes songs. yeah uh-huh. and i saw and it was kind of like a story about how you and Haley met was that real no oh. no, no, no 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 so and, and also um to set it straight too there there's a brad everhart i think i said in there like a guy who like bullied me in school there was no such thing as brad everhart <laughs> he doesn't exist he's not a real person however it is true i was have i was heavily bullied as a kid um and it was far worse to get your head put in a in a toilet um so that was kind of a skit as far as like just you know uh just a generalization of like hey you know you might have been picked on when you were in school but in the end you know you end up with a girl type of thing um yeah yeah, yeah so it was, just kinda, it was just some fun it was based on it was based on truth yeah Cause I was very much bullied as a kid, but, um, uh, because I was a dancer and stuff, but, uh, but as far as the girl that got away and then I ended up being with her no, that wasn't true. Okay. No. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> wait, I've never heard this story anywhere. <laughs> I know. Right. And people, people, people are like Googling, like who's Brad Everhart. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, he's not real. He's not a real person. I was like Brad Everhart is such a movie character name. Brad Everhart, like, the bully. It's definitely like a Brad or a Zach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <we're> Brad. <laughs> Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. 
Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's gift finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's gift finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas Ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this. 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Wait, because so you guys have been together for six years. What's like your biggest, would you say is your biggest um, 
Like, how do you guys keep your relationship healthy? What's like your number one rule or do you have anything like that? Ooh. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. Um, lots of things. <laughs> um, I'm like, I have a notepad <laughs> and some paper. I'm just going to take some notes. Yeah. If you don't mind. Well, and this is something, this is something that I need to work on, honestly. Um, but when, you know, if you ever have like a confrontation or, or something and you're just like, Hey, I need some space. I just need to kind of like, you know, if you are the one that says, Hey, I need to take some space for a moment just to kind of gather my feelings or my thoughts and things that it's your responsibility to come back to and say, okay, let's, let's heal this. Let's talk about this. Let's, you know, repair this because that's the thing too, is I think sometimes if you feel like you get into fights, if you feel like you get into confrontations or, or arguments or disagreements, whatever it is, that's okay. That's really good. It's, 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 about the repair, right? Mm. It's always about the repair. And then if you realize that and know that in a relationship, then if there's always that repair that happens, then it just strengthens it. And you guys just keep growing and growing and growing. Um, instead of thinking like, oh my gosh, we always fight. We must not be right for each other. Peace out, you know? Yeah, um, right. It's it's like, oh, we have this disagreement, but let's repair and move forward. But for the most part, we're, we're um, it's been good. The quarantine was awesome for us. It really was as far as just like spending time with each other, being homebodies. We were doing arts and crafts and stuff and we we're being creative. We were dancing together. Um, so it's been good, man. It's been, it's been really good. I feel like quarantine for a lot of couples, it was like, they decided, do I really like this person or yeah. <laughs> is this not it? <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, and I saw that a lot, like in, just in my circle, mm-hmm. you know, the same, same things. And, and, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, it's been, it's been really, it's been good. It's been really good. We have actually did some really cool trips too. We were in Africa recently and, um, did some really beautiful, like bucket list things. It was pretty cool. I know. I, I, re- I remember last time we talked to you, you had just gone on a trip. Y'all had just gone on a trip with the bucket list family and yeah, the things that y'all did in the videos. And so I was just like, that is the coolest, the, the experiences and, also things that I find so scary, like swimming, you know, with large underwater animals is like yeah. <laughs> one of my biggest fears, but it's so beautiful. Like watching someone else do it. I just, I, I'm like so fascinated by it. So cool that y'all get to do that kind of traveling and experiences yeah. and together. No, it's been good. And, and we've had some really great friends and it's, it's been a, it's been good. And now we're doing the Vegas show together, which is awesome. Cause we're dancing together. We're rehearsing where it's like, we're like this it's a cool journey it's a cool the unknown you know so so i've never done this before you know in a a residency in vegas and so we're gonna be doing it together and it's gonna be it's gonna be great first of all i definitely want we should go out to vegas and go to one of his shows like that's for sure happening and then so you're gonna be doing that you're judging dancing with the stars and then when are you fitting in you're doing a new podcast oh so yeah so um it's not necessarily my podcast but i just wanted to bring it up because it's something that i think is just uh it's an amazing thing. You know, I, when I was dancing with Amy Purdy on Dancing with the Stars, it was one of my favorite seasons of all time, um, mainly because she just introduced me to this world of, of Paralympians and the Paralympics. Um, and I actually went to Sochi, Russia, spent time with her, trained her right before she went and did an Olympic competition. Like it was, it was crazy. I'm like, you cool learning this cha-cha before you're about to go like <laughs> train for like i mean go go compete for the like the paralympics are you are you sure she's like yeah, yeah, yeah um and which she which she you know she medaled which is incredible and um as a, as a paralympian snowboarder 
but uh, she introduced me to that world. And it, and right now, you know, we're, we're gearing up for the Tokyo, you know, uh, pulling our focus to the Tokyo 2020 Paralympics right now. And there's this be- beautiful podcast. It's a six part series. Um, and it's called uh, Equal Two. And it's, um, it's hosted by Sophie Morgan. And basically it's about, you know, it's a six part series that explores the biggest challenges faced by the disability, you know, community. And, um, it just brings up a conversation about what's needed to drive equality. And it's, uh, it's really cool because the creators of this, they actually, um, the, the producers are called harder than you think. And they produced this movie that's called rising Phoenix on Netflix. And it got won all these awards. It's, it's an amazing, amazing film. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a really, really great thing. Go check it out. It's called equal to podcast. You can find it on iHeart, you know, and all the different platforms that, you know, listen to podcasts and, it's uh, it's really really cool, but yeah, Amy Perry. People always ask me like, "What's my favorite season on Dance with the Stars?" And I'm all, and Amy Perry is always right up there. I love um, she, yeah, she's because yeah, yeah, she's incredible. Yeah, she was on our podcast, and I remember. Um, and then even just the last few years, she's been through. It's her strength, like mentally and her physical strength, is beyond anything that I can even understand. She is yeah, absolutely same. incredible. It's amazing because you know people like look at the physical disabilities, right? Perhaps, you know, they're like, Oh, they, she has two prosthetic legs, but the emotional fitness and the mental fitness that is that they acquire during all these, you know, difficult times is unbelievable, you know? So you, so you, and right now I feel like one of the strongest currencies to have in this world is, is emotional and mental fitness. Yeah, Honestly, I think, especially with so much that's going on, I think that we all get sucked into certain things and, we all get sort of hijacked, you know, men- mentally. Um, and that's, I would say that we live in, a, we're in a time now where I feel like that, that type of fitness is as important, if not more important than just your physical fitness. And, um, I think that somebody like her who has been through so much, um, is, is a huge inspiration. Yeah. So I have a question for you regarding the season of dancing with the stars, because they announced that Jojo Siwa is going to be dancing with the same sex partner for the first time ever. And that's awesome. It's, it's so cool. I mean, they've never, I never thought that there would be a time where this was happening. So it's really cool to see it happening right now. Um, Like, are you think, will it be that she is, it's still kind of whoever she's dancing with is the lead. Cause they haven't announced who she's dancing with. Right. Right. I, I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Who is I, well, it? I, I just, I just kind of figured it out. And also it would take a certain type of dancer, I think to, to, to be able to have, you know, a certain knowledge and certain mm-hmm. just abilities and as far as like teaching and, uh, but what's, what's really cool. So on world of dance, um, there was a couple, man, I'm so sorry. I forgot their names. Those two gentlemen who danced salsa together. And they were un- unreal. They were unreal. It was like, so fun to watch. They were so extraordinary. Great dancers. And the truth is that in, in, when we danced with each other, when we're, we're in the dance studio, you know, you usually say, all right, here's the man's part or mm-hmm. here's the lady's part. And we're now really, it's kind of evolved to being like, um, okay, now here's the leader's part. Mm-hmm. Here's the follower's part. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, it ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where like there's moments where the, the lady is, is moving me or, or vice versa. I think it, so, so the way I sort of like look at it when people say, well, who's going to be mm-hmm. like the, the, the male part or the female, I'm like, honestly, 
you don't need to even say that. You could just say it's it's just like who's the lead? all right, who's yeah. who's leading, who's following yeah. here? Like what's what's that gonna be like? And I think it opens it up for really exciting uh routines and really exciting uh, uh dynamics, you know. Cause be honest with you as well, in England, in um in ballroom competitions, mm-hmm. very, very, very common, even to this day. It's very, very common that there's there's all girl competitions dancing ballroom and they're in hold and they're doing like ballroom dances across the floor. And a big part of that was because there were just wasn't enough guys, honestly, to oh yeah, to have right. to, to partner them. So they would just partner each other. And it became a whole culture of dance. And um and so yeah, so I think it's great. I think it's really great. And and also Jojo, she's a dancer. So mm-hmm. I think that it will be good. I think that I think I think they're gonna be great. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's so true, though, what you said, because there is this like, uh, I I guess, stereotype of like the man and the woman and the man is the strong role. But I when I watch Dancing with the Star specifically and watch you specifically, there's and you're just amazing. Like everything you do looks like it just takes no effort (laughs) because you are so good. But there's these moments where like you're so effortlessly I the dance is beautiful and then you see the woman and she's in this strong role and it has nothing to do with the gender or who who is who it's just about like what the dance is so yeah, I, think I think it I think there's different things that you know different concepts but that's the thing here's the thing is it's it's the beautiful thing about dance is that it is about it's 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 the storytelling to it there's just pure it's, for me as well there doesn't have to be storytelling it could just be entertaining and fun to watch and enjoyable jennifer lopez and i used to argue about that all the time she's like there's no story in this dance it's like why does there have to be a story it's just a jive <laughs> just have fun. <laughs> like kick your legs and like do a flip and have a ball she's like but i didn't like it so I think there's there's different approaches to different types of dances and what your intention is and how you what do you want to do like mm-hmm. you know do you want to tell a story do you just want to entertain and have fun mm-hmm. do you want to um, whatever it is uh, you know I mean, and, and there's also times where, where I've I've had to dance a rumba with my sister mm-hmm. which is <laughs> by all accounts wrong <laughs> like, <laughs> because. But but that's in the traditional like the the rumbas the dance of love and this and that and I was like well hold on I'm gonna change the, I'm gonna change that mm-hmm. it's the dance of love but not in a in a in a sensual way mm-hmm. but in like a in a in a love way like mm-hmm. in a brother sister way mm-hmm. yeah you know like our love for our love for your family so it, you can change the narrative you can change the intention however you seem fit there's no like this is the way it is. This is the, like, who wants to, who wants to dance in that, you know? Exactly. Which is why I might, I might have some, I might have some arguments with Len Goodman because Len Goodman's a little bit more of a traditionalist. So I might be like, I might be like, Len, <laughs> come on, man. Who cares? Let's go. Let's have a good time. You know? <laughs> I like when you're on there. Cause I feel like you challenge, I feel like you challenge him. Well, I haven't, I, I did before when I was in the dance, when I was a, yeah, you a always dancer. have like, Yeah challenge there's a little there's a little bit of this um because i was about more of a rule breaker and he was about he's a little bit more yeah. about the rules which is by the way that's good to have i'm i actually love Len. i love Len. To, I, i'm so excited he's back this season and i'm just curious to know because i've never judged with him so yeah. i'm curious to know what that's, <laughs> no, gonna, that's, what gonna, that's gonna be like well because a lot of the dancers <laughs> like when he gives his critique which i mean 
like you said, every I I love his dynamic. I just love the dynamic of all the judges. But you were always kind of the one. A lot of the dancers just like listen and take the criticism. And if you were like, this is no, like this is not right. <laughs> you always said something. So I'm excited well, to watch y'all judge together. <laughs> it'll be fun. I, I'm looking forward to it, and I, I'm I'm excited about the season too. So far, the cast from things I've heard, um, uh-huh. it's I gonna know, be really. It's gonna be great. Anything. Anything. Who have you heard? I mean, I'll, I'll just. I don't know. There's one. That, there's one. There's one that I'm like legit excited about because just like legend and just yeah. What industry? <laughs> what industry? Athlete, singer, uh, singer, actor, singer, singer, entertainer. Yeah, um, that's a broad. That's a broad genre, but we can same letter, first and last name. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna give it away. Oh no, no, no! I can't. I'm gonna get in so much trouble. He's like, I'm gonna get in so much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fold Tom Holland this. I'm gonna fold yeah. Tom, Tom Holland this action. <laughs> I'm really excited too. I think it's gonna be a really fun season. And I'm, I honestly, how long does your show, your show in Vegas, your residency? How long is that? It's gonna be from September 22nd to November 21st. Um, and actually, what's really cool, I'm just gonna throw it out there right now too, because um, my my friends, uh, the divines, they have a, they have a new thing called somewhere divine.com. And it's the, you get the most incredible deals, booking flights and booking hotels. Um, and he just posted something today. If you go check it out somewhere divine.com, they, uh, they've worked it out to where they get a deal where they, you can save like a hundred bucks on a room and at the Venetian, which is basically like a free ticket to my show essentially. So it's kind of a cool, it's kind of a cool thing. So go check that one out because uh, you know, it's always, always love making sure people feel comfortable and feeling like they can afford it and come yeah. out. But it is, it is going to be an amazing show. This show live band. I got like the most incredible dancers, all-star cast, like the best dancers you've like ever seen live. Um, and uh, every type of music you think of, it's going to be fantastic. Just, Something for everybody. The whole show. Bring the whole fam. <laughs> I, was gonna, I know you don't do anything half-ass, so I'm really excited to come out and see. This is you're right. This, this is gonna be full ass. Yeah. Full booty. Yeah. Full booty. <laughs> well, thank you for taking time to hang out with us again and scrub in. Thank and you. I'm so happy for you and everything you're doing. It's really cool. Like not seeing you for years. You were really busy at the time, and you're still Just like, crushing busy, it. Yeah. So yeah. We're really happy for Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, thanks it. for All the right. time. Bye. Bye. Uh, bye, guys. Bye. bye. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. 
With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Um, I love him. He's wonderful. Wonderful. You can listen to Equal to Achieving Disability Equality wherever you listen to podcasts.
And also PNG is sponsoring this important podcast and they too are working to make a difference for people with disabilities. They are donating $100,000 to the Ajitos Foundation to help drive even more equality in sports and beyond for people with disabilities, which is really cool. I forgot. I remembered when he danced with Amy Purdy and I love Amy Purdy. She's I like one too. of the, my favorite people I follow on Instagram. I also love that he doesn't, he's not shy about admitting that was his favorite season because people was like, I can't pick a favorite. And he's like, Amy Purdy was my favorite season. I'm like, I like that. Well, you Decisive. weren't here. You weren't here when uh, Whitney Carson, I did my, the podcast with Whitney Carson alone. I think you were gone. Yeah, and I was in Hawaii, man. I can't remember if she said what her favorite was, but she did say like one of the funniest was, um, wait, can y'all remember who? Who was the guy that did like the the comedian? Oh, Chris Catan. Yeah, Chris Catan. And I went and watched the video because she was like, Becky, you have to YouTube it. It is one of the funniest things. Was he bad? And, well, he, he yeah, you <laughs> relate to his oh, dancing. Okay, okay, okay. But it was more that he was so endearing and tried so hard and she just said he was so much fun. But she was they only made it through like week one. Oh yikes. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's, I like when dancer people in competitions will be like, this is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we have emails and am I right? Yeah. And the first one's really a tough one. I'm not really sure where to go with it, but we'll see if we can come up with together some nice oh, advice sure for we, Alexis. As we always do. She says, I feel like I've reached a crossroads with my husband's family. Long story short, I'm not religious. And after my husband and I were married over 10 years ago, he said her to question his own faith. I was always very supportive of him and going to church. I encouraged it, but some things in his life changed and he felt like faith wasn't for him anymore. His family was upset and made sure that we knew that. He now drinks alcohol and coffee, two things that were against his previous religion, and his family blames me. They've said I'm not welcome in their home, that I have damned his salvation, and are actively trying to break up our marriage by sending him pictures of faithful women. Yes, I know that is as crazy as it sounds. I won't allow my in-laws to see my three children because they do not respect me. And frankly, I don't trust them or what they might say to my kids about me. So where do I go from here? I don't want to give them an ultimatum because it's his family. But at the same time, I can't continue to live with constant belittling and the anxiety that they constantly cause. This is so, I mean, this is, I'm honestly so sorry you're going through this, Alexis. I was having this thought the other day about religion and my faith and how like in my past when I was younger, I was so forceful about what I believed and I felt like everyone needed to believe the same as I did. And I was thinking the other day about why I did that. Like, why did I need everyone to agree with me and what I thought? Like now when I talk about my faith or I, or I express like how grateful I am, I say it in a sense of like, I have experienced so much peace and it's the only constant thing in my life where I get that sense of peace from. And if anything, I want everyone to feel that, but I don't need, I don't need to force what I believe onto someone else because I think that's the biggest turnoff for people who are already resistant or don't have any interest in a religion or any sort of faith it's like someone being forceful about it is the biggest way to turn them off of it and I feel like in this situation he seems like he has come to the decision on his own of what he believes and sometimes it takes a long time for people to decide what they believe from their religion or if they want to continue believing that and 
people and their whatever is uncomfortable feels scary and people act out of fear. And it sounds like his family's acting out of this fear and it doesn't at all like condone how they're behaving, but it's from a place of feeling like out of control because they're not able to control what he believes anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also think that this, I mean, I hate to say there's nothing you can do about it, but I think for me, this is on your husband because this is really on him to have that conversation with his family because um, I think for me, I was one of those people where I was just like, I want to marry somebody that's Christian and I want to, you know, like that was always something that I thought would be my reality. And it's so interesting because Red Star is Jewish. And when we started dating, I had a lot of friends saying like, oh, you can't seriously be dating him. Like he's going to want you to convert or you know, all of these things and people don't know the reality unless you're actually in the relationship. And he loves the fact that he loves who I am. And he's like, I think a big part of that is, is your faith. Mm -hmm. And I would never want you to change that for me. And he, you know, is learning about and celebrating things that I've celebrated, that I celebrate that he's never celebrated. And I'm learning about things and celebrating things that I've never celebrated in my life. And we come from parents that aren't you know what I mean like it, I don't know it's just it's the generations are just I think it's getting a little bit better and better as the generations grow and we start to you know uh what's the word mingle intermingle with faith mm-hmm. interfaith mingle um and I just think it's gonna honestly I think it's gonna make the world a better place I but I, I think it's a conversation that he has to have with his with his family and kind of has to set boundaries I I was going to say setting the boundaries because he is your husband. He is your kid's father. And if you don't feel comfortable in that space because of things that they say, and I mean, it sounds like they're pretty um, fearless in what they say to you. It's not like they, you know, have respect for what you believe. They only expect you to have respect for what they believe. And I think that if you can really make it clear to him that you don't feel comfortable and you don't want your kids to be uncomfortable or in a toxic environment, then he needs to step up and set those boundaries with his family and be, cause he it's ultimately he's made this decision of what he believes and yeah, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. You You don't have control over what he does with his life. And so I think that, um, that's going to be something that he has to step up. And and honestly, it's really immature. And I think selfish that his family thinks you're the reason why he's, done that like it's just i don't know i think i i feel like they're acting out of fear there's they're like it's uncomfortable they don't know how to handle it and i don't think it's right but i think that's where it comes from because i think within families in religion and faith there's love there but there's also when someone changes something or someone goes in a direction that isn't on the expectation path from the family yeah it causes this like what are we supposed to do with this and it's not always handled the best way, but I think I think that this is your husband's, you know, time to have that conversation and and like I don't know. Sometimes healing comes, sometimes there's mending in the relationship, and sometimes it you just have to say like it is what it is. Yeah, I think you guys have said it all. I think this this is an extreme example, but this dynamic has been playing out for hundreds of years. You know, the younger generation is less devout than the older generation. That creates conflict, and that's always going to continue. But yes, it is on the husband. Because guys always want to say, everything's fine. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Mom, dad, everything's great. Honey, everything's great. They try to make everything great. 
and not cause conflict because we're very conflict averse men. He does. He needs to talk to his parents and say, look, you got to respect my beliefs. You got to respect my wife's beliefs, or it's going to create this rift and you're not going to see your grandkids anymore. Not as an ultimatum, just as this is what's naturally going to happen if you're really going to hardline us on this. And if it's that important to you, then okay. But he needs to talk to his parents and lay down the law. Yeah. And also make it clear lay that down he's... the law. <laughs> Slap down the salami. <laughs> no, yeah. he doesn't need to do that. No. Yeah. He just needs to make it clear like this was his decision and it has nothing. She did not force him to step away from his faith or make those decisions. It was his decision. And I think, like you said, he just has to be the one to say it and say, like, if if you're fine losing, not having contact with your grandkids over this, then... Right. That's going to be on you. Right. But I am sorry that you're going through this. Really Me too. Sucks. Uh, Melissa says, my friend broke the news to my mom that I got off birth control and I'm starting to try for a baby with my husband. And I don't know how to let my friend know how badly she hurt me and betrayed my trust by sharing such a personal decision that I had shared with her in private without being too confrontational. How do I let my friend know how much her comment hurt me without causing a fight or making our already currently strained relationship worse? I, I wish we knew how the friend told the mom. Mm. Like if it just slipped out on accident, like, I don't know, maybe if they were all drunk and like it just. Well, whatever. She, she spilled the beans. I know, but I'm saying if it was an accident, I would just, and they were like drunk, I would pull her aside sober and be like, yo. Well, let's assume it's not an accident because it sounds like it was like she didn't she didn't make it seem like she accidentally told my mom. It seems like she she and getting it's not like, oh, she's pregnant. It's like, hey, she's getting off birth control, <laughs> control. to start trying. That's a pretty like. Seems a pretty intentional conversation to have with someone. I know. I'm just I'm trying to put I'm trying to put it put myself in the situation. OK, what would you do? Like, what if I went to your mom and I was right. like. Hey, m- <laughs> hey, Mama Rad. Uh, Tanya's off her BC to start having a BB with RS, Red Star. Right. Oh, wow, that was <laughs> yeah, that quick. was pretty quick. That huh? was pretty quick. Um, I it's so hard because I feel like it's something. I feel like I, my my mom would already have known. You know what I mean? I don't know. I really don't know what I would. I would do because if it's your best friend, there obviously their intention isn't to hurt you or mm-hmm. like to to do anything she probably thought that she was just doing it like in an excited way i was gonna say to me it's almost like she got so excited about it yeah. that she was like i'm gonna i can't wait to see what her mom thinks or how excited she is but regardless of what her intent was or how she did it i think it's worth telling her like hey i i've been this has been weighing on me and it's like putting a strain on our relationship because you shared something that was really exciting and should have been my news to share that was really personal and um i just want you to know that you telling my mom before i had a chance to or telling anyone before i had a chance to kind of or didn't kind of it really hurt me and it's um i just want to make sure that you know i know what your intentions were and that when i tell you something personal that it's not just going to be spoken about without me having a chance to say it first i would just have a conversation like tanya and i have had some very uncomfortable moments where we just have to talk it out and it's like uncomfortable for both of us and but i know that like no matter what our friendship is still going to be intact like i never worry that if we have a conversation that we're going to get to a point where we're not going to be friends anymore so i think being able to say like i'm hurt by this and her being able to hear you and validate why that would hurt I think is very important 
Because yeah. like for me, I'm like, I probably wouldn't care about that, you know, because that's my personality. But I've known, especially with Tanya's personality, if she does something or if I do something that hurts her and I'm like, I don't understand how that hurts. What's important is that I validate that I hurt her and that that what I did caused pain and it made her feel insecure or whatever it is and to acknowledge it and validate it so that she knows that I hear her and listen to her so that I can try not to do it in the future. So I think it's just communicating that. Yeah. And also at the end of the day, knowing that because you are best friends, there's never any like I can guarantee there was no ill intention of her doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I think if, if you were to do that with my mom, I'd be like, Becca, yeah. I wanted to tell like, I would say right then and there, like yeah. Becca, what the Wait, freak? you told my mom? What? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just knowing that, you know, their intention is never, is never bad. I think that's the, the biggest thing too, because you're just different people. And like, mm-hmm. like Becca said, we do get into these moments because I am super sensitive and my feelings get hurt over like, maybe something it might be dumb to somebody else but it hurts my feelings you know and so it's just like validating that knowing you did it and then moving on and if you do question her intentions then maybe reassess that as your best friend i think we're overstating the the level of this friendship she never says best friend she refers to her as her friend and then she at the end says we have a currently strained relationship remember the quote we've given on the show many times Life becomes easier when you learn to accept the apology you never got. Mm. I say move on and just stop telling stuff to this friend well, because I you guess can't trust her. We, since we don't know the closeness, if if it if she's not a great friend, if she's not a best friend, and it's already strained, and you don't, it doesn't feel worth mending it. Then I agree, walk away. You don't have to say anything. But if it's something that weighs on you, and she's close enough, well, I would like assume this is not just some like rando that knows she's off birth control and trying yeah, for a baby. A pretty, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not just telling that to like, you know, stale Susan walking down the street. <laughs> is How stale? is she, by the way? How is stale? Stale Susan, Susan is good. A good. I know you're not that close. We're not that close, and she definitely wouldn't know if I was off birth control and trying I'm for a baby. You know what I mean? Well. But like Becca, my best friend, would. <laughs> So I'm just going to throw that that little tidbit well, out there. How's her breath? I bet her breath is pretty rank. Pretty well, stale. So you got her name for a reason, the nickname. Yeah. Oh, is that how it happened? Yeah. Oh, I'm the one who said stale Susan, right? You said stale Stacy. Oh, yeah. Stale Stacy. <laughs> um, yeah. Fr- relationship. Friendships are... Relationships. relationships are complicated. Yeah, friendships are relationships. I think that's what people yeah. forget, too. Because I think... You know what's so interesting? The question I get asked... I get asked questions about, like, love career and friendship are the biggest things and people are just like don't know how to make friends as an adult or like how to keep good friends in their life and i'm like it's work we get into arguments we don't see eye to eye on things we have to you know but you work through it and you get past it and you you know move on but i think a lot of people don't want to put in the work yeah it's true putting in the work on relationships or on yourself is sucks (laughs) sucks i know i was there sometimes it just like is uncomfortable there was this pink article i remember i did a trending report on it once when she was like people who don't are not in long-term relationships really just don't want to work on themselves because being in a long-term relationship is like working on yourself a lot and i was just like i didn't really understand it because i was single for seven years i was just doing whatever the fart i wanted yeah you know and now it's just so different and i'm like i get it i totally get it because red star and i see i mean we we See, I don't a lot of things, but I'm super sensitive and he's super not. So mm-hmm. whenever I say like something hurts my feelings, he's just like, doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
okay, now I have to go back and figure out like, where is this coming from inside <laughs> me? Like what childhood trauma is this yeah. triggered by? Like, <laughs> it's so I actually, I was just having this conversation cause I have a few, um, I've like some friends who have been in like long-term relationships and broke up. And one of them was like willing to like work on the relationship. And the other was kind of like, no, I'm good. You know? And I was telling, uh, 95P the other day, I was saying like, I feel really grateful that both of us put in the work on ourselves and into the relationship because, you know, being, I think, and I don't think this is everyone's case, but I think when you're very different and you have different views on pretty much everything, and how you just see things and how you argue and how you communicate, you almost have to put in the like equal amount of work for the relationship to be healthy. Yeah. It's but, true. And I get like, I get annoyed. I get annoyed at how good he is without having to do the work on himself. Do you know what I mean? Like he just like picks up on things that to me, I'm like, how did you not have to go talk to somebody about this? Because Tanya, <laughs> we know how to handle you. <laughs> We are sensitive with our words and no, but it's even like, so uh, one of my girlfriends, this is a girlfriend that I made who was dating a guy that had kids and she was further along in the process than me. And she was like, it's really hard. Um, sometimes you'll be like, she's like, I'll be sitting on the couch or we'll be watching TV and all the kids will be, you know, snuggled up next to him. And I'm completely by myself on the other side of, you know, moments like that, you know, and I wasn't, wasn't that far along. I hadn't even met them at that, but I, I will never forget it. Like I remembered that it's really stood out to me. And the other night we were lit, sitting down and like watching, I don't even know, like Lego Masters or something. And my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> it's actually, favorite. It's actually a really cool show. <laughs> um, and they kind of were, you know, like we were all really close to each other, but they were kind of more snuggled with him. And he took his hand and he put it around me so that I was like with them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, like that little, that little gesture that he mm-hmm. made, made a huge impact on me. Mm-hmm. You know, like that just shows that he... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I had, I wanted to like verbalize how much that meant to me because of something that somebody had mentioned to me. It was a lot of, you know, people don't necessarily think like that. I I do love that he did that, but I also, you have to give credit to yourself because you've communicated the things that you need that would make you feel more um, like safe in the relationship. Right. And right, he's right. listened. Right. True. Um, well, on that inspirational note, um, <laughs> also, I, I saw this quote. the other, I think I tried to quote it the other day, but I or on a recent podcast, but I failed. But I found it again and it said, I'm going to leave you all with this. Imagine a world where we all listen to learn rather than listen to reply. Oh, you posted that, right? No, but I might. <laughs> um, but I just thought that was so true of how like we communicate nowadays like we're all just like look on social media it's like how do we reply I was noticing today a bunch of my messages it's like you should post you should do you should blah 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 and I'm like I'm gonna do what I want I'm gonna post what I want what I feel like I want to post and it's like I think if everyone could just like learn to listen to each other instead of waiting to have something to say back There'd be a lot more peace in this world, I would hope. You're right. Thank you. Uh-huh. And on that note, I just texted somebody because oh. uh, I have balloons getting delivered to Red Star's house for a birthday party. Uh-huh. And I just texted the person said, OK, baby, instead of just <laughs> OK. It just automatically because I'm doing the podcast. So I just said, OK. And it said, OK, baby. So that's where I'm at. 
Well, that balloon delivery person probably feels so so special, special and taken yeah. care of yeah. right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we're gonna say goodbye for now. And thank you to Derek Huff and thank you to PNG. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.